It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of We Just Finished the Show and Have So Much More to Say. Oh, where do I start? There was an arson suspect who told him God told him to burn his house down. Hmm. No one was hurt. The, the thing about, like, do I believe God told him to burn his house down? No, I don't. Can't prove he didn't. But it's like when politicians go, you know what, God told me to run. If you're going to believe one, you kind of got to believe the other. Mm-hmm. If well, you, God does speak to people. Do you think God told us got to burn his house down? No. no. My point is you can't prove it either way. If, if I, I could say right now, oh, God told me to fart. You can't prove I did or didn't. Well, did you fart? No, I didn't. Oh, then he didn't tell you that. Right, but I'm saying, like when this guy says that, do you think there are people that give him the benefit of the doubt and go, if God told him that, he should be able to burn down his house no. and start a fire? Yes, okay. people do. Oh, yeah. You think people hear that story and go, well, if God told, he's an arson suspect. God told him to burn his house down. Yes. Small percentage. Really? But people? There's some diehards. Yeah. Diehard what? God believers. <laughs> No, I think you can be a diehard God believer yes, and not believe that I don't God's telling him to burn a house down. I think that maybe mentally he has something going on where he thinks he heard God tell him that. A homeowner in Boone County, Kentucky, has been charged with arson after authorities found he set his own place on fire. Cops said Charles Mullen admitted to turning on the stove's gas burners, then putting gasoline, gasoline around the place. Oh, my. Then he lit a piece of fire, uh, lit a piece of paper on fire. And, he's, and why they asked him? Because God told him to start the fire, then leave Kentucky. No injuries have been reported, and God has not been formally charged. <laughs> it says that in the story. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, so my no. gosh. Uh, nor can it be reached by questioning that. It's uh, from Fox 19. Okay, Fox. <laughs> That's funny, Fox. That's a good one. But I'm saying, to me, it feels like the same thing when a, politi- a politician who's obviously trying to get votes goes, God told me to run, so I'm going to run. Sure. I can't prove he did, but I cannot prove he didn't. I'll be honest with you. I can't prove God didn't tell him to burn his house down. Right. I guess it just goes to who you believe and who you don't. Hmm. And do politicians do that because of the hardcores that, you know, think, oh, if God told them to, then I need to vote I just, for them? What reminds me of it, Sarah Palin just said that. She was uh-huh. like, if God tells me, if I wake up one day and God tells me I need to run, I'm going to run. Uh-huh. That's, that's me hearing her go, I'm probably going to run. I just need something to tell people to kickstart it. Oh, my. I did not hear that she said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just didn't know she was back in the, back in the, in the, back in the ring. for Senate. <laughs> okay. In, Saturday Night Live is pumped right Alaska. now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I just I saw that story, and I wonder, are there people that go, you know what, good for him. If God said burn his house down and leave Kentucky, then he should. Yeah, I mean, Because you could be having mental things where people are talking to you. You just Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you I mean, distinguish those voices? Or maybe it was like his cousin and he's drunk. <laughs> or he's actually like he's, you know, had this is a premeditated thought. He's like, if anybody questions me, I'm just going to say God told me to do it. And maybe he's very sane and he's blaming it on God. I was yep. watching uh, Family Guy yesterday. It was one of the old episodes. And the, Peter Griffin was trying to get Gumble and Gumble back on, his favorite TV show. And Chris, his son, you know, he wasn't sick, but he's like, Chris is sick. If He really loves Gumble and Gumble if you can get it back on. So they came and they put it back on. And then it turns out he wasn't. And then Peter's like, I'm a healer. Uh, God has given me power. And so everybody started believing him and showing up at his house. And he's like, oh, crap. Now what do I do? You ever seen that episode? It was on yesterday. It was pretty good one. Pretty funny one. Uh, here are five pieces of country music history that all happened on this day. Today in 1984, which is August 5th, the Judds made their first appearance at number one on the country chart with Mama, He's Crazy. Mama, He's Crazy. Crazy, Jam. Today in 1989, 
Dolly single. Why'd you come in here looking like mm. that? Why'd you come in here looking like that in your cowboy Boy boots Ooh. and your painted on jeans? All dressed up like a cowgirl's dream. Why'd you come in here looking like why'd you come in here? <laughs> yeah. You're talking about my wheelhouse now. Today in 1991, Trisha Yearwood, Trisha Yearwood hit number one with the single, She's in Love with the Boy. Which, by the way, I was talking to Trisha a couple nights ago, and that song, and she did not know it, that's the most played female song in country music of all time. Wow. Oh, wow. That's awesome. More than any Shania song, more than anything, that is the number one most played song. And they gave her a big award for it. And she was like, I had no idea that, that was the case. I think it's also 30 years since it came out. Which will make sense, huh? Because, yeah. Uh, in 2001 on this day, Blake Shelton hit number one with his debut single, If You Call Man. If it's anybody else, wait for the tone. You know what to do. And P.S. If this is Austin, I still love <laughs> Harmony? Yeah. What are you doing over there? Just chasing it a little bit. Hey, this was a good one, but when he came out with Some Beach, that was legit. I thought this was a really good song, but that poor guy kept leaving a voicemail message. Like, get I over. know. It hey. was Austin. Hey. If you leave me- uh, let's see. And then Brooks and Dunn in 2008 received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Here is Neon Moon. I spend most every night beneath the light of a neon moon. On this day in 2010, Taylor Swift's Mine was Rush released by her record label after the song was leaked on the internet. I can see it now. Do you remember we were sitting there by the water? You push your arm around me for the first time. You made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter. You are the best thing that's ever been mine. There you go. That All that happened today on Country Music History. Amy's got a new podcast up today on Four Things with Amy Brown. Do you have somebody, is it Alan Jackson's daughter? Yeah, her name is Maddie Jackson Selectman, and we did all four things together, and she just has, her. she has a grief story, having being that she lost her husband at such a young age, they weren't even married a year, and he died tragically, so she shares kind of how she's found peace in that circumstance, and I think it could be comforting to a lot of people. And she's a writer. She's coming out with a book. She does a lot of philanthropy work. I'm like, wow, for someone that grew up with like a superstar dad, you know, like you would never know that at all. Well, check it out. Four Things with Amy Brown. Did you guys do that in person or on Zoom? She came over to my house. Really? Mm-hmm. She's cool? Yeah, she was very cool. That's what I'm saying. Like you would never know she grew up. I mean, her when she was growing up, her dad was like one of the biggest things in country music. So she's very grounded and kind and sweet and smart and awesome when you people come to your house they, have, they come to the front door in the living room go mm-hmm. up that's what used to happen at my house too and I, they'd be like all right come on and they have to go i mean have a seat on the couch maybe have some brownies i don't know <laughs> uh now we don't do it in the house how we do it like in a guest you know like a guest part of the, the on the property that to me is more comfortable yeah why well, i don't because i feel like i have I to clean have up i always felt i had to clean up the house yeah. oh, for sure that's that's and that's my point here. I hated cleaning up because Thomas <laughs> Rhett was coming over. Mm-hmm. But then I thought he'd go back to Lauren and be like, "Hey, that place is a dump." <laughs> <laughs> well, so. luckily my stairs are close to the door, so we can kind of just like usher, like scoot yeah, right you're right. upstairs, you like get, get in, and then brrr, go you right up. You guys have snacks ready for them and stuff. Like, oh, I'm glad you water. asked. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yes, no, nothing. No, <laughs> zero. Water. We have a refrigerator, 
And so, and sometimes we remember, sometimes we don't get them water. It ain't, it, listen, it, it, ain't the, it ain't the greatest experience. Get in, get out. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes, because Mike will go get them, and I'll kind of be ready with all my notes and stuff. I also hate the small talk before the interview. It's oh. the worst thing to me, because I want that on the air. Because it's like, what's up, babe? What, what are you up to? What's happening today? How's life? I like that, because sometimes they, they or me, I ask, or they say something, I would be like, oh, it's great to say on the show, on the podcast, but then if you say it off, it doesn't come across as good as the first time. It feels like a little inauthentic if you're like, hey, so tell me. So then what I have to say is, hey, we were talking about this earlier. Hey, just kind of say for people what you said. So yeah, it's weird. My perfect goal is to have, even on this show, I'd love to have the mics on, and they just come in while everything's on, and they sit down, and away you go. I hate having to do, oh, hey, what's happening? Oh, they're getting the audio ready. Oh, we're getting, come on, we're checking your mic. Oh, Hate it, <laughs> hate it like mayonnaise. Hate it, mm. Amy. You're the same way. Yours? No, I don't. I don't hate it. I try to keep the. I've learned that from Bobby all over the years. It's like I want it to come out on the air for the first time or when we're recording. So I try to keep the small talk to a minimum. Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously, I don't. Bobby and I are different um, socially. She loves to talk. I have no interest in it. Right. <laughs> so not not with off with, mic with anybody. Yeah, I'm just a quiet guy when I'm not doing this. Uh, I want to put on Caroline Hobby for a second. Um, we're t- hey, Caroline, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. What are you doing right now? I mean, I really don't know if I want to tell you. You don't what, know what's going on. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. What are you doing? Guys. Are you on the toilet? Well, I mean, kind of. I am at the walk-in clinic because I feel like I may have salmonella. Oh, oh. you've been sick. Yeah. Well, I mean, what'd you eat? I mean, I don't know. Well, that's why, the problem. But why do you think it's salmonella? Yeah, that's, that's a weird diagnosis immediately. Yeah. Well, okay, because my... Oh, God. God, I mean, this is not necessarily the conversation I was trying to have with y'all today. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Michael, when he goes on the road, he has a really sensitive stomach, and he has had bouts of salmonella. And, like, I mean, is this what we want to talk about? <laughs> So well, she's clearly having some you, stomach issues. We didn't. I, I buy IBS. It sucks. I deal with it every day. But I mean, if you have the runs for like five days, it's not healthy. You got to go get it checked out. You know. Yeah, I I deal with that <laughs> in the medicine I take for my stomach issues. I've had for t- years, and I finally got it checked out. Yeah, it's Caroline. Didn't know we're calling her. What? So. Yeah, day what, five. What, what, yeah, I didn't know you guys are. This is a surprise call. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Yeah, it's very surprise. What we do? Surprise. Hey. I have, I just wanted hey. to, to talk to Caroline for a second about a couple things. One. About once a week, I get in and I look at all the data from the podcast that are on the, the, the podcast network that I have. And Caroline's podcast kills it. She's, it's doing so good. It, what, what are you? I know. I was. She's surprised too. I was too. actually going to ask you. I was going to ask you about that. Like, how is it doing so well? And I don't mean <laughs> this in any way other than I'm just going to say it is I don't know. Maybe your consistency. <laughs> you're obviously uh, fun to listen to. I mean, I don't know in any of the other reasons that would be so obvious. Because, and Mike, you can talk well, about and talk. It's, Go I'm ahead. I'm not even great at promoting it. Like, I'm not even, like, really, like, good. I'm so bad at social media. All my social media is so, like, random and just thrown together. I'm like, it's not curated and it's not, like, super, like, put together. And I'm like, how is it, like, all of a sudden doing so well? I don't want to jinx it. Because, like, now then it might go back down. Well, Mike, come over to that mic for a second, microphone for a second. Mike and I have also had conversations, and you know I think you're fantastic as a talent, but I went to Mike and I was like, hey, why is Carolyn's podcast killing it? Is this some sort of a, like, is it like a promo, some weird, they're getting weird promotion? But it's been killing it for like four months now. She does a great podcast. She's consistent. She has great guests. And 
I just think she's awesome. Like a lot of hey. it is how hey. much she's put, how much work she's put into it, and it's been around for a while now. So it's just been growing. Well, Caroline Hobby, you, you guys check out Get Real. That's what it's called. Hey, yeah, yeah and I mean, we might even talk about the shit from someone else. Sorry, I don't know if you can cuss online. I didn't mean to say that. You can say whatever you want. Get Real with Caroline Hobby. <laughs> it is a fantastic podcast. What is on? What's like the last episode that you did? I just did Brooke Eden, and I'm obsessed with Brooke Eden because she's so beautiful, so talented. She has so much heart and soul, and she was living a lie for like four years trying to pose as a straight woman in country music when really she was madly crazy in love with a woman, um, Hillary, who I also love. And so she just came out into her full truth as a gay woman in country music and put out new music. And it's so good. She's like sexier than ever. And she's more confident than ever. She's madly in love and she's like proud about it, being like just open about it. And I feel like she's like, hitting her stride and blowing up and being so well-received because she's being honest and authentic. And it's just super inspiring because she was like literally on the brink of death. She had so many stomach ulcers. She was withering away. She was like just killing herself by like living this lie. And so coming out was a huge deal and it's been awesome. And her story is amazing. Her and Michael Ray used to date back in the day. You know, I think they did. Michael Ray, he's really had some great gals. I mean, he's gotten a lot of, Hotty patatis in the music industry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but I, what? Stop. <laughs> Stop. No, go ahead and say it. No, whatever you're going to say, say it. I need to hear it. What you got? Nothing. I, like, I don't know. Was that a setup thing with them? No, well, she, we, talked, we talked about her dating guys before, and she was like, I just never, she's like, I've dated a lot of like really attractive guys, really cool guys, but I've just never felt like I was in love. And she's like, I mean, Bobby, I feel like it's kind of like how you have said, like, you know, you just didn't believe in love. You yeah. thought it was kind of like a lie. And she was like, I kind of think that it, she just like, I didn't feel like it was for me. I kind of thought it was just like all lies. And then she said she met Hillary and she was like, whoa. And she didn't even ever know she was a lesbian. Like she didn't, uh, that was okay. something she had thought about. That makes sense. Because Michael Ray yeah. also dated Carly Pierce and there was a lot of talk about that. Well, married for, Carly Pierce. Oh, yeah, that's true. That, there was talk about that for a while. Like, are they just doing it for attention? And like, maybe Michael Ray's got this on lock. He just gets with a girl for attention. <laughs> and then, but no, if that makes sense, if, because like she didn't know. I completely oh. relate to Brooke in that way. That, yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, you guys check out Caroline's podcast. It's called Get Real with Caroline Hobby. Uh, it is just killing it to the point now where, and then I told Caroline a couple weeks ago, I was like, I don't know what you're doing, but you're killing it. And then I was looking at it again yesterday, and it's just, she knows her audience, and she's giving them what they want, and continue on, and I hope you're okay. I hope uh, the stomach issues correct themselves. <laughs> I'm really glad we could talk about this. This makes me very excited that we've mentioned this online, what, on air. What's up with your husband? Are they out playing a lot? Because her husband is the lead singer of A Thousand Horses. Are they playing a bunch of shows right now? Are they back? Yes, they started back, and they just did a West Coast run. And I think, you know, it's been so awesome. He, I feel like Michael just has been so excited to be back on the road and playing because it's been a year and a half of, like, no shows. And that's just, like, it's been such a drastic change. We've really settled into home life and just, like, being with our daughter every day and, like, you know, like, living this more quiet life. And so to, like, have life start back up and him on the road, I think he's, like, you know, 
he's getting he's shifting back into uh, the dual life that we live, where it's like half here, half gone, and it's good. I only got to see you guys for a second at the wedding, but we were so happy you were Your there. wedding was stunning. Your vows, Bobby, like, I can't get over your vows. Like, they were the sweetest things I've ever heard. And Caitlin is just, like, she's, like, unreal. I can't even believe she's a person. She's so perfect and amazing and funny and beautiful. I'm so happy for you to see you, like, in love and shining and truly happy. It's just so inspiring because I know you've been looking for that for so long. It's inspiring because one day you too may find love, Caroline. Just keep looking. Hope I inspire you. <laughs> I'm just you kidding. You do. You totally inspire me. Okay, you guys check out Get Real with Caroline Hobby. Caroline, I uh, hope you're healthy, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Well, and also I hope this doesn't jinx my streaks that I'm on. I don't believe in the jinx, so, you know, whatever. Okay. I just I, I think you do things, and if you do them well, things work out well most of the time. Uh, and if you do them bad, most of the time things go bad. Occasionally they don't. They go the opposite way. But you're doing a good job. <laughs> Stay at it, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, right, guys. Bye-bye. She's very entertaining. I mean, you can tell by just that. She didn't know we were calling her. She's very entertaining. So you guys check out Get Real with Caroline Hobby as well. A lot of podcasts. Amy's, Four Things, Get Real with Caroline Hobby. I was on a podcast panel yesterday. I told you guys that, right? Yeah. How did yeah. that go? It went fine. I didn't really know what I was doing. Scuba's like, this is what Scuba Steve's like, this is what you're doing. And he did tell me last week, but... So you were critiquing I, Well, people? here's the thing. I have two ears, right? And sometimes when there's a lot of stuff happening at once, this year it goes in, and the other year it comes out. Oh, um, Yeah, so gotcha. it's just like I got other things happening. And so yesterday I went, and they were playing 30 seconds of different podcasts, and the people were in the audience asking to be critiqued. And I thought that conceptually that was interesting, but I said 30 seconds is not long enough. I need to hear the first 90 seconds to know if – because there is a way – to start a podcast if you're trying to actually get new people to listen to a podcast. Um, but I did that setup there. And then sometimes I would just preach. I would just preach. They would be like, how do you feel about this? I was like, well, this. I said, but also if you want to monetize your podcast. And I would just go on a whole mm -hmm. tangent. Whatever. You know? So I did that. And then I walked away. And then off that was it. And off I went. What else did I do yesterday? Did I talk about it yesterday on the show? Sometimes I have to look at my calendar to know what I did. Um... Uh, nothing worth, nothing worth talking about. We watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last night. Oh, I'm glad that I I learned from you that there's a new episode. I didn't know mm -hmm. that we had a new one. It was the first time Erica Jane. Everybody finds out about Tom. Okay. And so, but the next one I think is the real one. We I watched two episodes of Watch What Happens Live. I watched a rerun, but then I watched a new one last night with Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, of that show? I've never watched What Happens Live. Yeah, I've never watched that. Mm, it's a. You never watched Andy Cohen Watch What Happens Live? Mm-mm. I mean, girl, not, I haven't, <laughs> I guess I see clips of it, but I don't ever go, like I haven't watched it in years, probably since I had cable and I had Bravo. Now I go through Hulu and I just watch whatever Real Housewives oh, I want to go sense. watch. She wanted to watch it live though. And yeah. most times she'll, she'll watch it on demand, but she was like, I've been waiting for this episode for a long time. So Actually, you mean Caitlin? Huh? You mean Caitlin? That's what I said. She wanted to watch it live. Oh, okay. Why not? Who? Who else would she be? <laughs> I'm just clarifying because you didn't say. Eller? The dog. <laughs> Why would I need to clarify she? I don't know because I can't. Did you say Caitlin ever? You just said she. I know. So I was just clarifying. But you assume that now. What other she would yeah. I be talking about? There's literally not another she in my life other than. That's going to watch a show with him. Like here's the she's ranked in my <laughs> life right now. 
Did anyone else hear anything weird about no. what I said? No, no I didn't I say it was weird. I was just clarifying for someone that might we be new. We were all at the wedding. Yeah. You know. Here oh. are the she's in my life. <laughs> Top five she's right now. Number one, Caitlin. By far, right? The number one she. Number you're, two. You're, you're, hold on. You have five she's? Well, I'm just saying if you were to <laughs> put to, to love, okay. list out the she's. Okay. Number two would be Amy. These are just people in my life. Mm-hmm. Number three now will be my sister. Because we've grown a lot closer. Number four would probably be Morgan number one. You work with her a lot? Every day. We see each other every day, just about. She's anywhere I am. She's part of that team over there. So now you need one more she? So now I need one more she. Who would be my fifth she on that list? Your dog, Eller. Not a human, though. Okay, so you need to be a human? Okay. What she am I forgetting? And I still don't understand why you made that weird about... What, I the was fifth just, one, I, maybe Amy's daughter. That's the fifth one. Oh, I was definitely not trying to make it weird. I was just clarifying probably... I knew you were watching it with Caitlin. But I was just clarifying Oh, I just for, every single person who was listening would have thought that, huh? Oh, probably. You're right. My, I didn't mean to make it weird. My number five she. <laughs> but look where it got us now. Now we're ranking your A she game. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm shocked that you have five. Like, really? Well, probably... Someone yeah, who works. Like, I have someone for Legina, you. Yeah, who is say. like my business manager, who's like man, who does okay. all like if I gotta pay somebody in a band, who's gotta, who, you know, probably her would be number five. But you're not watching Beverly Hills Housewives. I did not call her right. over to watch a no. Beverly Hills Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got awkward. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got real awkward for no reason. Like, <laughs> like, what no she? Reason. Like for no reason at <laughs> all. I don't know. Sorry. Sometimes my brain is in mode of like clarifying, but I guess it didn't need to be clarified. Every single person listening was totally in the know. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I, yeah, I know that now. Uh, shout out law enforcement. A cop responds to a noise complaint by sitting in with a jam session. So the cops get called. Uh, we got, you guys don't shut up. Dude, they're playing their instruments too loud. They're, their music's coming out too loud. Well, this officer, Officer Dan Carone, said, hey, you can play one more song, but you got to let me play the drums. Let's go. Here he is talking about showing up to the actual noise complaint. I walked through the crowd, went and talked to the guitarist in between songs. I said, hey, do you guys know Basket Case by Green Day? And they're like, yeah, 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 we all know it. And they go to give me the microphone. They're like, hey, do you want to sing it? I'm like, no, I'm not a singer. I'm a drummer. I'll play with you guys. And then here he is playing Basket Case by Green Day. That's pretty good too. Everybody now, I went to a shrink yeah. to analyze my dreams. Um, I, my favorite Green Day story. You have a story? If you'll indulge me for a second. Come on. I was at a Green Day show in, I believe, San Antonio, Texas, and I love Green Day. Loved them since the Dookie album when I was eleven. You know, a kid. They, they are the originators of pop punk, not a punk. But Mike, would you say they brought pop punk to the to the to the mainstream? Yes. yes. So I knew every song on Dookie, and I, I mean, as it went, I uh, brain stew. Come on, Dun-dun. I'm having trouble trying to sleep. Like, oh, just a big fan. I go to the show at Green Day, and it's probably ten years ago, and the crowd's loving it. And they're like, they're like, all right, who knows how to play? 
a basket case. And they're like, yeah. I said, okay, you. There are only three people in Green Day, by the way, Amy. Yeah. A drummer, a guitar player, and a bassist. Okay. Come play the you you play the play the bass. Yeah. Grabs the bass. Knows the song. Oh, he grabs someone from the crowd to play the bass. Yes. Okay. You gotta play the drums. Oh my. Ah, who plays the drums? Ah, it's a uh, crowd's going bonkers. He's like, you guys know you guys know the song? And the guy on the bass is like, dum, 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 dum. he's like, you got the drum part. He goes, the guy's like, yeah, I know I play it, but <laughs> And so Billy Joe, the lead singer, was like, all right, who wants to? Because he was going to sing it while the people played. Oh. Who plays? Who wants to play the guitar? <sighs> you, come up here. This guy straps the guitar on. He goes, all right, here we go. <laughs> and the guy playing the car, he's like, clone. <laughs> oh, no. Didn't even know how to play guitar. guitar just wanted to get up on stage. Totally ruined the like, vibe. Just wanted to have a shot. Oh. And the crowd goes, boo! <laughs> sort of booing him off stage. So Billy Joe kicks him down, then Billy Joe puts it back on, and it's like, and then they play the song. But it was hilarious. I think it was San Antonio. Um, there you go. Yeah. It all keep, that, on that record, though, uh, obviously, Basket Case. You're, you were doing Longview, right? Longview is... Yeah, the Longview. And then when, when I Come Around... Welcome to paradise. Oh, that's dun, a jam dun, too. Yeah. Uh, when I come around. That's a good one. She, she dreams in silence. Oh, what a jam, dude. That's a good one. Um, all by myself at the very end of the show. All tr- by myself? Yeah. I was, I was alone. I was thinking of you. <laughs> jam. All right. There's our look back in uh, at Green Day. Uh, an adult dancer and boyfriend sentenced for robbing. An adult dance of eleven thousand dollars in tip money. That's this person that was paying them, right? They t- that's who they took the money from. Amy wanted to do this story on the air or a stripper story on the air this morning, and I really? had to like stop her. Yeah. Well, let's do it now. Oh, it may yeah. not even be the same story, but you're like, yeah, everybody's been to a strip club, and I was like, we shouldn't do that story. Mm-hmm. What was, what was that the story? specific? A specific state, Ohio, I think. They only. Um, you're only allowed to do something there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can only touch them if you're related to them. Oh, what? You uh, can only touch the stripper if you're related to the stripper? Yeah. In Ohio? What? Yeah, what? or the stripper can only touch the customer if they're related. Basically, no touching unless you're related. But who's going to go? That's the uh, point, that's, I guess. I don't know. I, don't I mean, I don't know if you... Family night, Virginia Strip Plus. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? All right. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Sometimes, Where are you going? I see my sister. Sometimes laws are so funny. <laughs> like, Molly's Molly's at 11 at noon today, so I got to swing over by. <laughs> Molly, your sister? Yeah. yeah. Like, do y'all ever look up, like, the the funny state laws? I'll do that for you if you want me to. They're funny. Some that are so outdated and bizarre and weird, yeah. but they're still, nobody pays attention to them, so they're still actually a law. <laughs> uh, Raymundo thinks he has a chance to get on Big Brother still. Again, this is Here like, the, I don't know, 13th time he's done this. Go I ahead. hope one day he does. They do twists in the game, and the season's been going along, and I said there was that guy from Tennessee that made it. Well, this isn't a spoiler alert because it's a live thing. The dude got straight up evicted right away. He played probably the worst game of all time because he was just way too outgoing, rubbed people the wrong way, did a lot of backdoor stuff. Anyways, so he got out right away. So I'm thinking maybe they're looking for a Tennessee backup. And I was easily top 75, I would say, in the entire country. Why do you keep saying you were top oh something in the country? I mean, to There's the no semifinalist. system. 
Semis. Because then after 75, they cut it to 50. 50 people got... They didn't fly to L.A. this year because of the masks and stuff, but they did another round of Zoom interviews. So I was easily top 75. I'm telling you, and I looked at my contract. I had to sign a contract with CBS. They said there can be a twist, and if you were a semifinalist, you have to be prepared to go on the show. Yeah! He signed a contract? Why'd you, you sign anything? It wasn't like, I got paid. It was a thing that just said, hey, there's this... You're agreeing to do this Zoom interview. Just so you know, your interview can be used on TV. Okay. And you can be part of a twist. Cool. Sign. There's my signature. So just letting you guys know, there is a small chance. But no one's reached out to you? No. But uh, possible. And I think it's tough for you to be a twist because of COVID. Like You would have to be quarantined for 10 days. I mean, it would take a long time to get you there. That's a good point. You might have just found a hole in that maybe Ray, it's not happening. I walked in today and I saw Ray this morning. His hair is all disheveled. He <laughs> looks like he slept, yeah. uh, you know, upside down. And does he have a black eye? <laughs> he has a scratch. Is there something you want to tell us? No, no, no. I told the guys night? it wasn't a domestic, so don't worry about it. What? It's not a domestic <laughs> dispute, but he does have a black eye. What? So his hair's all over the place. And I said, hey, congratulations. He goes, why? I said, because you got so much hair now <laughs> that it's all over the place. Keeps going in for hair treatments. Oh, is that what's happening? Look, it's all... All over the place. Old Ray, we didn't have enough hair for that to happen. <laughs> Interesting. No, the eye's fine, though. Uh, it was just a freak accident. Like, Thanks what for happened? being concerned. It would, uh, it's kind of like. Make up story, make up story, make up story. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you know the real story? It's like rich people problems, so I'm not saying it. <laughs> what? What is it? Is You're it not a, a rich person. Is what is it? Well, like, like, first world problems. Okay. Yeah, rich okay. people. Rich people. <laughs> rich. <laughs> So what? What is it? Like, like what is the first world rich. problem? Like you. <laughs> well, rich is relative. It's relative, right? No, not within this group and our Stop listeners. It. No, no. Um, go ahead. <laughs> I was uh, putting. I was shelving one of my golf clubs, and it backfired and hit me in the eye. Oh. Okay. Uh, a golf club is rich people. That's problem? what I'm saying. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay. I thought he's like, I had full filler put into my eye. That's what I was thinking, Amy. When he said rich people, I was like, he must have done some facial thing, like microblading. Or, is That's that a thing? richer person problem. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, why, you always wonder why cabin crew members have their hands behind their back when you board. Do you ever see that? When, like, when you walk on and... Do you ever know, even notice that? No, no. never. And you, I've never wondered that. <laughs> no. But why? Now you know, I'm get wondering. on a plane and wonder why their hands are no. always behind their back? Uh-uh. No. Uh, for a lot of us... It's been a long time since you got on an airplane. Um, look, I've been flying a bunch, but some of my friends haven't flown at all, and they're still nervous about getting back on. But did you ever notice, and you guys didn't, how people's hands are behind their back? They're actually just counting. Really? According to uh, this website, Brightside. Not on their hands, but they have a little clicker that they oh. have like at nightclubs to make sure that the people boarding corresponds with tickets sold. Mm. I guess I've seen that clicker before. It's like, yes, or have heard it. They don't do it in front of you. No. All right, one. <laughs> but what did you say that they they do something where like they look at you and oh no the, the reason they say hi to you or good morning or whatever is something. You remember they, that story? They're trying to g- gauge make who sure if there's they a would, problem that's, who they would call on. Yeah, if there's an issue on the plane, who is like able-bodied and minded. Got it. Does that make sense? Yes. So if they don't say hi to you, you're not going to get picked. Or they're like, hey. well, they say hi to everybody, but it's oh, they're just trying to talk to everybody, see if. They're, you know, able, willing, yeah, nice, you know, if they speak the language probably, you know, because if there's some incident and they don't speak English, I bet that's hard to go like, hey, we need you to do this. And they don't, you know, I'm sure there's a lot, a lot to that. 
You should take your vehicle to a shop to get looked at yearly, they say now. But most people don't. I don't. Nope. I take my shop. I take my vehicle uh, into the shop whenever it's a broken. A light comes on. No, nope, and- not even when a light comes on. Oh. Sometimes, but a light tells me I need to do it in the next year, couple, few weeks. No. A light to me says, you should probably schedule something pretty soon. But I, d- I definitely don't go. I find lights to be sometimes deceiving. Sometimes I need a, there's just a short. And the light comes on because there's a short in the light compartment. But mostly it's something that's wrong with the car, and I still, and I'm bad about getting it. But you know what sucks about this place where we work is I got another nail on my tire from the freaking construction. Yes. So that's tar- got to stop. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Charge the company? I mean, you can call the construction company something because I, I've gotten two. Yeah, I've gotten two now as well. Same tire. Same tire for you? I had to get a new you? tire. Um, yes, no, same side of the yeah. car, though, which sucks. Car experts urge people to get their vehicles checked regularly and never miss an oil change. It's also important because you take your vehicle on the same day to check uh, because you're emitting dangerous chemicals if your car is saying, hey, we're doing something that we're not supposed to be doing. I still have no word on my Bronco. I think it's totaled, probably, which sucks. We <laughs> took us forever to find that thing. All right, I think that's it for now. Mm. I think we spent enough time here today. It's been a good long post show. Uh, thank you all for listening. Be sure to check out all those podcasts we talked about. Amy's Four Things, Caroline Hobbies, Get Real. I got one tomorrow that I'm pretty excited about on the Bobbycast. Uh, Lisa Loeb is on, who you may know her from this song here. And you say, I only hear what I want to. I don't listen hard. I don't pay attention to the distance that you're so bunch. I, I was always a massive fan of Lisa Loeb, and so she came on and we talked about music and touring and She's got a Broadway thing that she wrote during the pandemic. I'll talk a little bit about that. But pretty, she tells a David Letterman story that's pretty wild. What do you mean? About why she went on Letterman and was never invited back. <gasps> Is this kind of like a sixpence, none the richer kind of story? I don't remember that story. She, like, he kind of hit on her and they, did they go on a date or something? Or they wanted to, he liked her, is what she said. I don't remember that, but probably. Yeah, she no, came in and said that. It's in, not like that okay. at all. So it has nothing that. to do with, like, him hitting on her. Mm-mm. Something that they thought she did, and she was like, I didn't do that. Oh, wow. They never invited her back on, even That's though she cool. had other big hits. Uh, supposedly, so that Shy Carter and Lisa Loeb are this week, and I really think you'll love the Shy Carter one. He's a new artist, so he wrote, you know, When God Whispered Your Name, and he wrote, uh, what's the Charlie Puth song? Oh. Um, I'm only one, call away. He wrote Kane Brown Heaven. He wrote Kane Brown... Uh, good as you. Wow. He's got, cause I'll be there to save the day. That's a good jam. That's a jam. Superman's got nothing on me. I'm only one. He talked about writing that and he's like, well, we were just sitting there and this guy goes, How about, I want to do a song where it's like, I'm only one call away. And then he goes, Chai goes, um, I'll be there to save the day. And then somebody, the, the girl's one that goes, Superman's got nothing. And they were like, well, we don't know what to do. So he just went, well, just bookend it. I'm only one. Call away. That's cool. So he just talked about that a little bit. So I think you'll like that. But that's Friday it comes out. But next week, hopefully, tentatively, I should have coming by the house Adam Duritz, lead singer of the Counting Crows. Amazing. Which is a massive deal for me oh and gosh. for Eddie because oh gosh. that's like our favorite. And so Eddie's like, can I come over? Please. He never wants to come over to the podcast. <laughs> Please. And I was like, yeah, come run videos and you can hop in and have a microphone too. Uh, the last invite was a Creed one and I'm like, nah, I'm busy, man. He's like, <laughs> a lot going on, a lot going on. 
Uh, all right, you guys have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow.